Good afternoon, good evening and good morning. Welcome to The View from the Afternoon. This is the first ever solo episode and basically what I'm going to be doing today is answering some questions that you guys asked probably two months ago now on Instagram, but these are staggered in their release. <coughs> um, so yeah, I just put out saying, ask me anything that you want to know about me. I thought it'd be a good way to break the ice and break the ice further for those of you that have firmly had your ice already broken. If you like this idea, if this is an interesting listen, then let us know who else you'd like to get on because I'm sure each of the boys would be willing to jump on and do one of these. So I've got my mini eggs. I've got my Greg's latte from downstairs. Let's just jump into it. I've not vetted these questions. I've not looked at them, so hopefully you haven't asked anything inappropriate. Let's have a look. <coughs> So the first one is from Tom Moorcroft, and he says, uh, did you ever find out where the photo of Ricky Gervais holding the guitar hero came from? And the answer to that, sadly, is no. I've asked Rick many times, but obviously he's not responded because I'm just a small fry. Uh, there's a photo out there of Ricky Gervais holding a guitar hero boxed retail unit, like not the guitar, not the game, the full box. And he's holding it in the shape of a guitar, like in the style you'd hold a guitar. And he looks very awkward. And I'd just love to know why this photo exists. Uh, if you Google Ricky Gervais Guitar Hero, you'll be able to see it. Okay, up next we've got Jack McTie. Say, most awkward interaction with a famous person. Uh, that's got to be with, oh, what's his name now? Padge from Bullet For My Valentine. So I met Padge, lead guitar in Bullet For My Valentine at Bloodstock Festival last year. And normally I'm quite good meeting famous people because um, I think I know what generally how to navigate a conversation like that. I think people have got time for you if you've got something somewhat meaningful to say. Um, you know, we get a lot of people that come up to us and the ones that always stick in my mind are the ones that, that kind of, you know, we appreciate anyone of course, but you know, I think if someone's got something particularly meaningful to say, it, it's a great interaction and, and I think both sides enjoy it. So I've kind of learned um, and I've kind of learned that way. And I went up to Padge, but the thing is, I, was, I wasn't too sure if it was him. So instead of going up and just saying something like, I love the way you downpick Waking the Demon Riff, like you must have like wrists of steel, you know, something that shows look, I'm just coming to pay my respects to a great guitarist of our generation. I, I wasn't sure if it was him, so I just went, are you Padge? And he did what I do sometimes when people say, are you Rob? And he just went, no. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure you are. He's like, no, I'm not, mate. And he was. And then they kind of had this back and forth with him, like a bit of banter. He wasn't rude by any stretch, make no mistake, but... I just dealt with it the wrong way. And then I said, well, if you are, I just want to say, I think you're fantastic and shook his hand. And I was like, and if you're not, I'm really sorry. But, you know, that'll just be like, that's just a shit way of of communicating. And I think it's probably because I didn't have any prep time. Normally, five minutes worth of prep time and I can go in and, you know, say something meaningful to Healy or Simon or um, Ollie Sykes or even Josh from Yumi at Six, you know, not the most famous person in the world, but... Um, but yeah, this one, it just caught me off guard and I just fucked it. Next one is from AshleyCon94. It says, I'm from Skegness. You never ever come. Oh no, are you ever going to come? Or have you ever been? Butlins and that. Uh, the answer is I've never been. Never been to Skeggy. I actually thought Skegness was outside the country because <laughs> uh, it's where so many people used to go on holiday. 
But no, I've never been. Uh, I'd love to go uh, 2022 now. And we do want to make like a fun, interesting TPD video at least once a month. So maybe Butlins is on the agenda. Daniel ML 77 says, have you achieved everything you want in life? And if not, what else would you like to achieve? Um, I've achieved a lot of what I wanted to achieve. If you'd have asked me like when I was 20, what do you want to achieve by the time you're 30, which I'm almost 30, um, I'd probably say a lot of the stuff that I have achieved. With that in mind, it's a very fluid thing. You know, I dreamed of having a flat in the city centre with a big view and I've got that now, but it's not that important to me now. I dreamed of having 10,000 YouTube subscribers and I've got 40,000, but it's not enough. <laughs> so it's it's very. I'm obviously very grateful for everything I have got. I think what I want to achieve is I ultimately want to work for myself and I particularly want to get Danny White out of his job because he hates it. So if I can make a living for myself first and foremost and then for Danny, I think that's a, a tall order but I don't think it's a million, million miles away. I think we're just maybe one hit away from that, like one smash hit on YouTube, one collaboration, one shout out away from that. Um, but that is, that's my that's my goal ultimately, to, to not have to answer to anyone, work for myself and to work and to get Danny White out of his, out of his job. Obviously, I'd like all of us to be able to quit our jobs, but Dan's the one who's particularly unhappy and I'd love to be able to lift him out of that situation and just say you're in charge of your own shit now. I also love to run a festival. Um, so GH and I Bob 77 says, what do you wish that you had footage of, but you don't since you started vlogging? So I guess biggest missed opportunity. And again, I haven't looked at these questions, but something springs to mind straight away, which is when we were in Hamburg in Germany in 2020, Matty Bridey was helping some people push a car that that needed like a jump and he was pushing this like it was like a Volkswagen Charan I think like the big people carry it. and as he pushed it he slipped over and just fell straight on his face and it was so funny and it probably doesn't sound so funny <laughs> when you're not actually there but believe me if we had that on camera you'd have all it'd be everyone's favorite moment from any vlog what I Mark Fox says what ideas do you have for the Next merch drop. P.S. Can we get zipped hoodies? Zipped hoodies are a weird one. At, at the minute, I hate zipped hoodies, and I generally only want to produce something that I would wear. Um, so to produce something that I actively dislike seems a bit disingenuous, but if enough people want it, obviously then that view will shift. Um, I've got loads of ideas for merch. I've got loads of particularly ambitious ones that we just can't do at our size. Um, I really want to do Blu-ray releases of Route 66 and Road to Nowhere, but Blu-ray replication and reproduction is so expensive um, that unless we could like guarantee like three, four hundred sales, it wouldn't be cost-effective to do. I'd like to do vinyl as well. Like we we do a bit of music. Obviously, we don't take any of that seriously, but I think it would be really nice to immortalize that on wax. But again, really, really expensive to do unless you're going to shift numbers. So I think if we get bigger. The, 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 we'll probably, you know, I would challenge that some of the ideas that we've discussed, we probably have some of the highest quality, most interesting, unique YouTube merch out there. But it's rel relative to the size that we are. We've got to just stick to the old tees and the hoodies at the minute. And we're grateful with how well that goes. Um, da, 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 another one from Mark Fox. He's asked a couple, but some of them are a bit boring with respect, mate. Uh, <laughs> so um, I'll just skip to this one from him, Mark Fox 985. Has anyone in the group properly fallen out before? Um, 
Yeah, I guess we, I, I depends what you mean by properly. Me and Dan clash quite a lot, but that's because we're always under each other's feet and we're pretty much polar opposites as, as we've evolved and matured. Um, you know, it, I think it's testament that we're still friends because so many of our ideologies and viewpoints are so opposite. Um, but the world would be boring if we're all the same, right? Um, but in terms of long time falling out, nah, these people have been around me and I've been around them for between 10 to 20 years and never a fallout that's serious. Um, Joyce the boy says, if you had sex with two people of a combined age of 30, what ages are you choosing? <laughs> that's a tough one. And I'm going to steal my answer from Matthew Emerson. A 30-year-old and someone who's, who is zero, so therefore doesn't exist. Alfie Clark says, best bar in Leeds. I'm a new student, need places to go. So it's not really a particularly student vibe, but I really like a porto. I'm always in a porto. Um, the staff there are fantastic. The food menu's great. The drinks are fine. Um, the music's great. The guy who does Piccadilly, Danny, he DJs at... Um, he, he DJs at um, fucking a porto. Sorry, I've just got a text from Chris Polton. A million... Million notifications. Chris Paulton's just bought himself some vans. Let's send him a very nice mate. So, um, anyway, yeah, El Porto is my favourite bar as a late 20s lad. Um, Key Club's great as well. That's a nightclub. That's good. Um, some of the girls that DJ in there, fantastic. Um, Sav, um, Jazz. Um, there's others as well. It escapes me at the minute, but... Fantastic. So here we go. Here's another one. And this is from Harrison Bradshaw. says, didn't you say you got fired from game in a video? What happened there? Um, I would love to tell you all about what happened and my time at game. Some of my fondest memories ever uh, that all came crashing down. I really want to tell this story. The issue is I want to tell it on the podcast with someone else from game that's worked at game. So it's probably going to be my mate Jay Prabarka, who you might remember from years ago, um, because he's the only person really that I'm actively friends with that, that I worked with that game. Um, but until we can sort that out, that won't be happening. Actually, Rod says, worst concert slash festival set you've seen? <sighs> this is an easy one. Jane's Addiction at Download Festival. Absolute dog shit. But a special shout out any RD at Leeds Fest waste of time complete waste of time Live Laugh Lewis says what was your impression of all the boys when you first met them um, oh, I can't really remember with Bridie and Raz to be honest and Dan was just kind of a you know just kind of a template uh, like a blank like you're kind of a blank person in like year six you're not really you haven't really found super what you're into or your identity so while I remember meeting Dan vividly I don't remember any particular traits or stuff that he had um he was a bit of a skater kid and I was kind of the opposite of that I guess um the the most recent person that's that I've met that's kind of actively made it into my circle of best friends the two people anyway are Chucky and Jake Varley and that was years ago now but Chucky I was just overwhelmed by his immediate kindness 
I met him once and he he says that I gave him a fake number to get in touch with me and that's absolutely not true. Or if it is, it wasn't because I didn't want to get in touch with him. It was probably just to screw Danny over and play a little prank. But the next time I saw Chucky was actually when he'd said, you can stay on our floor or stay in our flat on our bed, on our like um, guest bed for the Tramlines Festival 2018, 2017. Not sure. So he didn't really know us and he offered that to us just completely, you know, we didn't ask. He just completely offered that. And then I thought that's a really kind movement this guy is and you don't have to do that obviously people shouldn't have to do something that like that to to get your time but that just really cemented straight away like this is a top fucking boy here and then you know I love that guy so dearly now he's like so close to me he's one of my saving he's a lifesaver um so I can't believe that only a few years back like Chucky wasn't in my life and I love you mate Jake Varley similar thing like, just ran into, met him on the Biffy Clyro page, and then I think we met him at Leeds Fest, or Download Festival, and just a genuine guy, like, it's, it's such a sincere, nice, generous, um, selfless person, um, with a great sense of humour, and it just clicked with us straight away, so the people who are generally in my life now are people that I've kept in my life because I love them to bits. And so, therefore, the first impressions are generally pretty good. Top boys. So, go to a meal deal. I answered this on the... Oh, sorry, this question's from Will Underwood. I answered this question on the R&L podcast recently. Um, my meal deal at the minute, it varies, and I go in and out of liking meal deals and then not being asked with them. At the minute, I'm a bit poor, so the meal deals are on the agenda. I've been getting the sushi, which is like, the, there's the like chicken and duck sushi. I'll try and get salt and vinegar squares if they've got any. And lately, because the meal deal's not that filling, if you get like an orange juice or something, I'll try and get something carbonated just to bulk up my stomach a bit, just to kind of fill me up. So I've been getting a cherry Coke, which is really nice. Charlie Lewin 21 says, are you doing okay? Um, it's, it's, it's all dependent really, mate. Um... Today I'm fine because I've got plans all day. I'm doing this. Then I'm filming with the boys for a couple of hours. And then Jake Valley and Chucky's coming up. We're going out. So he asked me today. I'm doing great. I'm only as good as the distractions and the plans that I've got. If I've got note to do, I just gravitate towards rock bottom. But today, I've got shit to do. Um, Yam Yura says, what's your go-to beer other than Budweiser? Um, I've developed a taste for San Miguel, which I know is probably going to get some dislikes. But um, I just like San Miguel. I think it's quite a light, nice beer. I, I really enjoy it. Lewis Evans says, what's my favorite Levi's trucker? So for those of you that don't know, I, I kind of collect Levi's trucker jackets, and I've got about 30. Uh, my favorite one is, uh, there's a Supreme Levi's one that came out in 2016. You've probably seen it if you've watched the channel for a while. It's like a floral, light blue, pinky kind of Really, really busy design, but really, I think it's really tasteful, um, and it's super unique and eye-catching, and I love that jacket. It's referred to internally as my special occasion jacket, and I've not worn it for probably two years now, just because I thought it's had too much wear, it's losing its speciality. Um, we got one here from Lewis29 underscore, it's fuck, marry, kill, chuck, Raz, and Mary, <laughs> so thanks for that. Kill Mary, straight away. 
and I would fuck Chock and marry Raz. Raz can probably sustain me best. If he's going to be my husband, then, you know, I want a man that's going to sustain me, and he's probably going to do that best. Chock's kind of got... I could close my eyes and pretend it's a woman's tits and shag him, and then Mary obviously kill her. Uh, So Jordan Pomeroy says, apart from Route 66, what one thing about TPD are you most proud of? Video, comma, experience, etc.? Um, good question. I think the thing that makes me most proud is just the community, which is a bit of a cheesy answer, but like Jack mate just put up that thing that he always puts up where it's like, who wants to come on the podcast? And we have 10,000 followers on socials, right? Which isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, but so many people were tagging us in that. And this isn't saying, like, we're going to go on it or anything necessarily. But, like, relative to our audience count, to our number, our viewers and our community are so passionate about what we do and so passionate about flying the flag. And I think it's one of the benefits of having a small but tight community. So I'm really proud of that. Waters9 underscore 2 says, Malta Weekender with Bring Me the Horizon. I don't think we're going to go to that, to be honest. We started conversation with them to see if, because we certainly weren't going to pay for it, not to sound pretentious, but um, I don't care enough to pay that much money for a band that I've seen a a thousand times. Um, And that's my 30th birthday that weekend. So I either want to be doing something cool, like being accredited for that, or something completely like what I want to do. So if they end up kind of, Get, like continuing the conversation and saying, yeah, we'll support you. Um, I know we can make some amazing content there. Um, and we'll go to that. But if not, there's two other things that I'm floating for that weekend. One is I want to go to Los Angeles, but that's a tall order. And I don't think the boys would come, or most of the boys. The other one is I think it would be quite good to do like an in-between a style lads holiday, especially at 30, because it's just the wrong age to do it. Howards8139 <laughs> says, where do you see the channel being in 10 years' time? Uh, to be honest, mate, either completely dormant or significantly sized. Um, I don't think I've got the drive or the energy to carry it on for another 10 years um, this side of you know hundreds of thousands of subs um, just because the effort it takes. It's not about like that I want success. It's that unless this can truly become a viable source of income and full-time work for at least me and a couple of the other boys, it can't continue. We can't continue to deliver the uh, the style of content that you guys like. Do I think that'll happen? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Callum Flynn01 says, the three best days of your life. Good question. Um, Sefton Park Pilot. Such a great day. Um, when I first, when we first flew into Los Angeles and we picked up our Jeep in 2018 and we were driving through downtown and I was looking at the buildings and I almost shed a tear, but I didn't because I was with the boys and they'd laugh at me. But that was a real, this is what I've waited for all my life kind of moment. And then I don't know a third. And if it doesn't spring straight to mind, I guess it's disingenuous. I could say Piccadilly, but we've done that three times now. Um, 
So I don't know. I don't know. Come back to me on that one. Alex Blanco says, how do you deal with feeling burnt out in regards to editing and creating content? Good question, mate. Um, It's never so much the editing and creating content that burns me out. It's just juggling that with everything else in my life, which is why it's so important that I've set my sights on doing this as a legitimate source of income. Um, Because then I don't think I would get burnt out. It's doing everything else in my life while then doing this and you know, on the on the slower weeks, it's maybe five to ten hours work a week is this channel. But then on the heavy weeks, it's like more than 40 plus hours worth of work. And it's just not that that's when the burnout comes. Um, so how do I deal with it? I guess I just don't. I just get burnt out and I just end up incredibly burnt out. And then I just continue to do that because that's the grind. Right. We're a small creator. And if we want to achieve these things, then yeah, you're gonna have to grind, and you're gonna you're gonna have to be burnt out sometimes because nothing comes for free. Well, sometimes it, it, it comes a lot easier, but you know we've we've got to work for for what we achieve, and we do work incredibly hard. Some people say it's not really work that Rob because they see us like going out and getting pissed, and I appreciate where you're coming from, uh, but you're just wrong. <laughs> Ultimately, it's a lot of hard work. And I know most people understand and appreciate that. But it's just got to be done. Rome weren't built in a day, and it was probably hard to build Rome. Uh, Liam McCarr says, anything you regret uploading? Uh, yeah, you can probably guess what this is. It's the footage of us in Scotland on the NC500 with the uh, dumping out the toilet. Um, purely a, a, a consequence of burnout. No one, not one of us, Every one of us is, e- we'll all like point and blame. Every one of us is equally to blame for that happening um, because, you know, Bridie did it. Um, I filmed it. The boys part- partook in it. I edited it. It made like the five to ten pass edit scheme that I run on. We premiered it with the boys before it went up and everyone laughed and everyone thought it was funny. And in that endless pursuit for like content, content, and bear in mind we got to have the next episode ready and the next episode ready, just none of us took a step back and thought, hang on a minute, this is this shouldn't have been filmed and edited and put in in this context and in this way. Um, so I've since kind of learned to slow it down a little bit or at least get a second opinion earlier on in the editing process. Um, what else have we got? Da, da, da. Uh, Mark Fenton says, what's the dream Biffy set list? My dream Biffy set list would probably be just songs from the first four albums. I've heard so many songs from later albums. I, I always end up seeing them on like a tour. It's very rare that you see them when they're not promoting an album. So they'll play like half, if not more than of the newest album at the time. And then shit like Biblical which and Mountains, which are incredible songs, some of the best songs ever written in my opinion. But I've just heard them so many times. You know, There's only so many times I can listen to to uh, Mountains, which is an incredible song. I'm even getting a bit sick of Many a Horror now, which is my favourite song of all time. Um, so I just want to see some some uh, earlier old shit, to be honest. Um, so da, da, da. Joe Walker says, realistically, how many more years will you keep going to festivals and keep uploading YouTube videos? Festivals, I don't think I'll ever stop going to. Like, I love them. That's my holiday. I know I have holidays as well, but... It's my happy place. Like, 
I'm at my most comfortable and generally at my least anxious. If I'm at a festival, I feel like I'm at home. You lot have made it kind of my home. And I don't ever want to stop going, to be honest with you. I think it, I don't think it's uncommon for people to be going to festivals late on into their years. So, whereas, you know, sometimes people will question you, like, what are you fucking going out every weekend for when you're almost 30? And to those people, I say firmly, shut up. Um, but you don't really get that with festivals. I think festivals uh, don't don't have a culturally perceived age limit. Um, McLaughlin says, highlight of the year. Uh, that was the Sefton Park pilot last year. We're only seven, eight days into 2022, so it's too early to call. Uh, Matthew Walker says, what drew you to making videos with your mates the way you do? Um, the reason that I make videos is because I love being creative. I've got so much creative energy pent up inside me. And a lot of it I can't actually expel or use like a lot of it is music and as you know i'm not in a band i don't know how to produce music i don't know so like it's a massive frustration that i can't do that but what i can do is video i've learned to do that and i think we do it pretty good um so yeah i just always want to create and produce a product and i want to entertain people and yeah, it's just a big passion of mine it has been for years like this isn't new we've been doing this now for Probably closer to 15 years than 10, which is crazy. What else have we got? Uh, Rosa Lowther says, will you and the boys visit Reading 2022? Uh, it's very likely that we will. There's the day with Dave on that we just don't give a fuck about. And we'd love to go down to Reading and spend the whole day and night there. Day and night. We were going to do that this year or 2021, but Biffy got announced on that day. So we couldn't like miss Biffy. But I think Red and Leeds were eager to get us down there as well. So uh, hopefully we can we can sort that out this year. Jay Gibson says top favorite songs to play top three favorite songs to play on drums. Ooh, that changes around quite often. I like playing Backcountry by Avenged Sevenfold. I like playing Battery by Metallica. That's probably the hardest song I can play. And I like playing, oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't want to keep hung up on the question, but um, there's loads of songs. I like playing 1975 stuff because of the like, fiddly hi-hats. Uh, Jay Gibson says, what's the, oh, Jay Gibson again, says, what's the most interesting, memorable thing a viewer has said slash asked when meeting you? Uh, at the download pilot, I met this couple, and I can't remember your names. I'm so sorry. Um, but they met... I might have got this slightly wrong, but they were together, maybe engaged, I can't remember, but they met because they both appeared in a photo that someone had got with us. So we were at, like, I don't know, like, this is all just, like, hyperbole now, if that's the word. Um, but say we're at, like, Download 2018, and two groups of friends, like, had a photo with us together, like, because they wanted a picture with the TPD boys. And, I again... This is just conjecture at this point, but maybe like both these people were tagged in that picture on Instagram and then they found each other through that, something like that. And anyway, they were either engaged or in a long-term relationship by that point. And that was really cool. Really, really cool. Um, I thought that was outstanding. Uh, Edgelord says, best guitar hero game. It's obviously three. 
he's put it's obviously three. And I got to agree with you, mate. It is obviously three. Though I did, um, I cut my teeth on Guitaro two. I think Guitaro three, despite not being made by harmonics, was made with perfect naivety. It was too difficult than it should have been relative to the songs that are on it, which makes it more fun to play. The soundtrack was perfect um, because it just had a shitload of Activision money behind it. It was made at the peak of the rhythm game boom, and it still holds up to this day as one of my all-time favourite games. Um, Edgelord also asked, best Crash Bandicoot game? I have a real soft spot for Crash Team Racing. That kind of defined a portion of my childhood. I loved Crash Team Racing. I was the first person in the UK to pre-order Crash Team Racing, or my mum was, um, at the Electronics Boutique, which is now Game, and in America is known as EB Games. That's how long ago that was. But I also love Crash 2. I think Crash 3 is super overrated, though it's still a great platformer. Um, Matthew Howarth says... Would you keep the main channel going forever if it meant less uploads in the far future? And we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but when you mention the main channel, I guess that's kind of acknowledging that there is a second channel. And at the minute, I'm kind of a bit stumped with what to do with the second channel because it was the podcast channel and it still is the podcast channel. But the channel, the main channel, I've kind of raised my standards so high that like I look at some of the content that hit the main channel like three years ago and I'm like, there's no way that would make the cut now as like a TPD TV production video with executive producers and Patreons. Like this is not good enough for them. Like a like a going out vlog. Um, if you look three years ago, three, four years ago, there's like three consecutive day in the life. So it was just going out. Um, and that's just not good enough as far as I'm concerned. Like, we need to do shit like the Weatherspoons Challenge, like travel videos, like, you know, big, big productions as far as independent video goes. So it leaves me feeling like, well, what can go on the main channel? Like, we're about to just start recording car bants. And I don't know whether to put that on the main channel or the second channel. It's gold content. It's fucking incredible, mate. It's, it's the rawest, truest version of TPD TV that you're going to get. But can I put a 10-minute, like, video on the main channel? I don't know. I'm having a bit of a crisis. I know what you guys will say. You'll say, it doesn't matter. Just upload anything you can. But it's just not satisfying as a creator. Um, and if I go out, I can't just produce, like, a 10-minute day in the life. I just can't. It's just not the quality that you've come to expect. Um, Cesar Lopez 456 says, talk about Glastonbury. <laughs> um, okay. I really want to go to Glastonbury. I'm pretty sure we could get accredited because I think over half the fucking population there, as in the people that are at Glastonbury, go on an accreditation pass. So I don't think that'd be hard. I think we've got the got the kind of resume at the minute to do that. Um, so we certainly will try and go. We've tried to buy tickets twice before and failed, but it's never been particularly upsetting because the thing with festivals is for us, like there's never a fear of missing out if you've not been. Like if we miss Leeds... Or when I missed tram lines last year, it was like gutting. But if I'd never been, I wouldn't give a fuck. So because I've never been to Glasgow, I don't really care about missing it. The one thing people say is, oh, you need to, you haven't experienced festivals till you've gone to Glasgow. Like, oh, you'll love Glasgow. Like, I can tell you now, it won't be, a, I won't think it's as good as everyone thinks. I think it will. I don't really think it's my style at all. But I've not been, so... 
let's give it a whirl next time. Um, let's keep going down the... Da, da, da. Let's keep going down the list of questions. Da, da, da. Uh, Danny C995 says, three bands who are no longer together that you wish you could see live. The Beatles, which is a basic bitch answer, but it's one of the answers, so deal with it. Who else is split up? Kids in Glass Houses should get back together. I mean, if I had more time to consider this question, it's, uh, they certainly wouldn't be on the list. But if anyone remembers Kids in Glass Houses, they were fucking amazing, man. They were so sick. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any any more of those ones, really. Um, Archie Kingham 2020 says, Who's the better ACDC vocalist, Bon Scott or Brian Johnson? Controversially, i got to say Brian Johnson is the best of the two. Um, I know Bon Scott's beloved by the hardcore ACDC fans. My dad was a big fan of Bon Scott. For those of you that don't know, ACDC vocalist Bon Scott died after, I want to say, three or four albums. And then, instead of quitting, they found Brian Johnson, who's been their singer since Back in Black. And he's been the signature ACDC sound, along with, obviously, Angus's guitar. Um, I think Brian Johnson is such a great guy. I'd love to sit down and have a chat with him. I think I could have a really meaningful chat with him. And what I mean there is I think he would give me the time. Like I think he'd give anyone the time. He seems like a really humble, really honest, really nice, genuine working man. And I know that's not what you're asking. You're asking who's the better vocalist. I truly do think it's Brian Johnson. I think he's got a great voice. I think he's so cool. And, you know, Back in Black, if I'm not mistaken, his, his debut with ACDC is the best-selling rock album of all time, I think. So... The public kind of agrees in that in that sense. Um, Live Laugh Lewis says, TPD, come down with me when? Now, we've had a lot of requests for this. The thing is, who really cares about that? Who's going to watch that super intently? It's not really going to be something I think we can add a particular flair to. We love Don Broco. They did a come down with Broco. In my opinion, it wasn't super entertaining. Maybe because I don't like come down with me. I'm just not really interested in food and cooking. Dan really wants to do this, but Dan doesn't... It's easy to just come up with the idea. It's then, right, how do we actually film it, produce that? How is that How is that transformed into a compelling piece of content? And I don't know the answer to that, and I don't really care enough about the idea to make that a thing yet. Um, it's the kind of thing where if we had, like, a production team... <laughs> And if we could just do the cooking and the serving, then it would be great. But it's the, all the logistic side of things, dealing with all the footage, dealing with the audio, knowing that, learning that format enough to, to make it compelling that I just can't be asked with at the minute. Uh, da, da, da. Another one says, not a question, just thought you should know. Everyone should aspire to be as cool as you. Much love. Well, that's very kind. Um, don't forget that I'm asking this on Instagram which is a platform where you just present the coolest version of yourself. Uh, my Instagram, I'm so I'm so stuck in the Instagram machine that I haven't uploaded an Instagram since August of 2021 because I feel I need to portray such a lifestyle or such a version of myself on there that nothing that I've done, including going across all of fucking Europe and going all across the Biffy Tour, Nothing I've done I've thought is good enough for my Instagram feed. So I appreciate you saying 
you know, it, everyone should aspire to be as cool as you. I'd say the opposite. I'd say think about it less because you're asking on Insta, or you're telling me this on Insta, which is embarrassingly curated. Uh, don't believe what you see on the old gram. I need to get another upload on there ASAP because then I'll get out of that way of thinking. Uh, what else we got? Top five alcohol. Oh, Joe Turner says top five alcoholic beverages. Is this the Joe Turner? I think it is, you know. Let me have a look. I can't tell. If it is, big up you, Joe. Um, five alcoholic beverages, top five. I love Disarano. I love drinking Disarano. I love strawberry daiquiri. I love Disarano sour, if that counts. I know it's kind of the same thing. I love one Smirnoff ice, just one. And at the minute, I really enjoy an ice cold Desperados. I'm going to have one of them tonight. It's going to be fucking belting. Can't, can't wait. Um, Felipe Welt says, countries slash places you want to visit next year. Uh, America. I want to go to Japan, but that's still fully locked down. I said to Dan, Dan, for your 30th, sort all the logistics for Japan and we'll go. Um, and I don't think he's looked into that yet. And this will be out after his 30th. So you'll know if we've been to Japan or not. But I think it's still locked down. Um. Japan will be amazing. I think we can produce some great content there and also have a great experience. But the plan is to do what we wanted to do in 2020, which is go to Florida. I want to fly into New York, spend a couple of days in New York, do a big road trip around the the like middle ring, middle east side ring of America through Nashville and stuff, and then end up in Miami on some jet skis, having a great time. So that's what I want to do next year. Uh, Callum Flynn says plans slash goals for 2022 a lot of these questions quite similar but I feel I got a unique way to answer some of them uh, the goal is to produce a piece to, to release a piece of content every single week whether that's on the main channel or on the second channel um, it doesn't matter and I think some of the boys are really on board with that some of them not so much um, I need to kind of it, it's hard work to to deliver a piece of content a week, but that is the that's the stretch goal, so to speak. The actual real goal is one main channel video every month, and hopefully a somewhat big budget one. And I mean big budget just in terms of like not just a night out one. So for example, the Weatherspoons challenge would be classed as a big budget video. Um, the we're not talking like Route sixty six road to nowhere level of big budget. Just talking about realistic relatable content that we can do in the uk that we only need a, a day or a weekend for that most of the boys can attend um so that's the goal is a piece of main channel content every month that's compelling enough to keep people coming back and i'd love to be able to keep the current audience satisfied with one piece of content every week that could be a podcast that could be a main channel video it could be a live stream it could be a second channel random video like the one we did on Razzie's car um, King Coin says, what was your favorite memory from the America road trip that never made the final cut? If we're talking America road trip, I guess that's, I guess that's Route 66, isn't it? We've only done one America road trip, which is quite sad. Also very fortunate that we got to do one. <laughs> um, memory from that that we cut out. I wish that you could have seen us buying the Post Malone tickets from the tout. I wish we had video footage of that. 
Obviously, if we even tried to video record that because the guy was a scammer, it turns out he just smacked that phone right out of our fucking hand. But that was hilarious. We laugh about and reference that all the time. And me asking a tout on the street if cash was okay as a method of payment for his fake tickets was, was fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Harry Parsons asked uh, my dream job. Dream job is to work for myself doing this or helping other people do this. Um, I just want to work on my own terms. I'm, I'm almost 30, so I'm having a bit of crisis. I just want to be my own boss, be in charge, and have my own productivity and my own proactivity rewarded with financial stability. If you will. Ben Hall says top five albums ever. Um, I can't remember, and I want to stay consistent with what I said in the podcast. So check out the podcast episode with me and Chuck where I talk about my top five albums. I'm sure they'd be different now because it's a very fluid thing. Um, Youngsglid Street Preachers says, new series suggestion, MB and Razzie teach Rob how to drive. Lessons through the test and then a road trip. That's a great idea. I think it's too hard to execute. First of all, the thing to note, and I know this is a basic bitch thing to say, but I can already drive. I can already drive a car. Um, I definitely need to brush up on some of the actual, uh, what do they call it? The road, green cross, green cross code? I don't know what it's called. Like, um, I can fi- physically, I can drive a car. I know how to drive a car. I know where to look. I know how to signal. I know to check the mirror. I, I can do the, re- the basics. Where I fall down is the etiquette and the, I guess it's not etiquette, like the legality of like, when do you give way to someone? When do you need to do a hard start? When do you, it's that kind of shit. Um, so that would be particularly boring to watch me learn on camera. Um, also, I wouldn't really want to learn off Razzie, as good as a driver as he is. Um, I think MB would be the one to learn from. But MB's hard to get a hold of. It's all just... The thing is, I don't need a car. And until I need a car, I'm not going to pursue driving. And the second I need a car, I'll do a crash course and buy a Mark II Golf. Maybe that'll be never. And if it is never, I'm past caring now. Um, MTFC Jake says, what's my most irrationally hated band? I don't think there's anyone I hate irrationally. I think everyone that dislikes something has a reason. Um, as you know, I detest, detest Machine Gun Kelly. But I think I've got very good rationale for that. I also hate Royal Blood, but again, that's based on real-world experiences. What band do I irrationally hate? I honestly don't know. I don't think... There's got to be one, right? But I just can't think of one off the top of my head. Band that I irrationally hate. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I don't have the answer. Christopher Gibbon says... Dream Leeds Fest headliner that you've never seen before. Kanye West for me. Kanye would be good. Um, I think realistically, I'd like to see The Killers. I'd li- I assume we're talking bands I've actually never seen before, not just Leeds headliners I've never seen. So I've got to be realistic, like Kanye's never going to do it. Um, I think The Killers are probably the most realistic big band that I've not seen yet that would still do Redding and Leeds because Paul McCartney's not going to, Drake's not going to, 
um, you know, stuff like that. So, da, 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 what else have we got? Owen Hun 7 says, not a question, just want to say thank you for introducing me to Biffy Clara. I love the video. You're very welcome, mate. It is one of the best things ever to be told that you've introduced some new music to someone. Music's so important to me that when someone says you've introduced me to this thing, this piece of music that I really like, that's fantastic to hear. So, excellent, excellent. And that's it, you know. That is it for questions. There's a few on there that I'm going to skip for obvious reasons, but thanks very much for everyone that participated. Hopefully this has been an easy listen. I know it's a little bit of a shorter episode, clocking in at about 45 minutes, but hey-ho, you can only go as far as the as the questions will stretch. So if you liked this, then great. Um, if you think we should do more of these, then let us know in the comments, and maybe we'll get Dan on the next one, and then Raz, and, you know, whoever you want. So let us know who you think's most interesting, and... Yeah, keep your eye on the official TPD Instagram where we'll put up another one of these if if you want it. Thanks so much, everyone, for taking an interest in my life. It's a weird world, and I really am grateful to have you all in it. Um, that's it for this week. We'll be back in two weeks, as always, because we've got a killer schedule. And, yeah, thanks, love you all, and we'll see you in a bit.